Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cartoncast. My name is Ben. My name is Zane. And today we are doing an off-model episode, the likes yeah. of which you may have seen uh, in our Flash animation retrospective. Mm-hmm. We decided, uh, it turns out, there were more memes yeah. after 2010. The internet kept going after Flash Player, surprisingly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Some would say it only had gotten started. Yeah. Not and me. S- yeah, and so the idea here is we're going to look at how animation online, uh, web animation, particularly on YouTube, uh, evolved and changed after the initial sort of uh, primordial ooze that was Flash Player, uh, and kind of look at things in the 2006 to 2010-ish range. Right, and um, so this, I, I will frankly, uh, I will volunteer that I am less familiar with this period of animation, if only because I was um, not interested in swapping YouTubes with people at that age. Yes. See, like, that I was hit, a really a really good way to, for me to alienate myself. I hit college at exactly the time when there was enough fun memes to share that somebody could reasonably have seen before, but it wasn't yet gauche to just, like, have a YouTube watch party. And so that was a lot yeah. of freshman year. Yeah, and, and you know, it, our experiences aside, I also think that the relative quality level on average of the memes that emerged is kind mm. of lower, if only yeah. because there's so many more people jumping in the game. Like, yeah, so like we're... Homestar and, 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 and Peanut Butter Jelly Time and all the rest kind of were like, okay, this is a viable way for you to express your artistic bent. Yeah, and everybody was like, "Yeah, I have a, I have a, I have an Ethernet cable. Let's fucking go." Yeah, it, it it was in the early days. It was much more clearly like just a self-directed exercise. Whereas once YouTube hit, there there was a bit of a shakeup period. But people did realize, hey, going viral and being famous for fifteen minutes, this is a good way to do it. And a catchy song with basic animations is a way to do it. Um, and we start seeing uh, a lot of that. I, I will put a caveat in there because maybe it's not obvious to people listening. When we say fifteen minutes of fame, there wasn't really algorithm there yet. There wasn't. Yeah. There wasn't a monetary incentive. YouTuber to was get not a, a career. Minute. No, we did not so have this... the infrastructure for that. We didn't have Patreon. We didn't have all the web of social media. It was Facebook and YouTube, and MySpace was still there. So, like, so I. Yeah, that affects and, and that, what gets presented, and it also affects kind of the broad swath of intonation on yes. on this creative process. Like, there's nothing you, you regularly encounter things that you're like, oh, a, a person trying to become a YouTuber would not go for this. But YouTuber meant something totally different back then. It right, just right. meant, can I make people smile? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it, 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 or can i make myself smile like i want to show this off to people i don't yeah. want to make a career out of it and that's a really different creative input yeah yeah and so the the shit there, there, there is a difference that we will see as we go through some of these examples um i picked out ones that i think are were famous that i would recognize at the time that people still quote today of, of our generation and that I think emphasize the difference between that early Flash and this this what we have right now. Now, in the modern era, 
we also don't see this anymore, right? Like the when YouTube started out and and made it big, the sentiment that was present was, oh, you don't need a fancy camera and an education in film. You just need to film some people dicking around for 20 minutes and put it up and people will watch it. That's no longer true anymore because yeah. there's so much content. It was this really weird yeah. like uh, uh, moment. Well, it's, it's you know, we, we talked about it in the Flash animation um, episode that because there wasn't really that broad swath of random content soup that mm -hmm. it was easier for things to spike if even if they weren't broadly appealing because it was just like hey i've never seen that before it's also and there like, wasn't other things that gave you that same energy if and and the fact that youtube had a view counter that was obvious and that everybody used youtube it wasn't like niche if something hit five million views that's a like that's a news story that gets put all over the internet and then it expands and that's how a lot of these viral mo early viral moments hit whereas you look back at the the early stuff and you look at something like uh, uh you know uh, uh ultimate showdown of ultimate destiny right quality uh, uh very influential but it didn't go viral it was seen by people and passed around by word of mouth more slowly it didn't have this like explosive flash in the pan yeah, and, and maybe that's also because the clientele for YouTube was so much more scat was so much more scattered. Right. Like everyone's in the game now. It's also worth noting that a lot of these trends hold true for non animated um memes of the time as well. You know, Charlie bit my finger, chocolate rain. It these people who showed up, did a a video that went viral for whatever reason, and then maybe like, you know, uh, several months later, they put out like a Chocolate Rain 2 or something. Like, I don't know what, what Tazon Day got into, but um, that was sort of the style at the time. There was a lot of one-hit wonder to, wonderdom to it. Like like Unforgivable. Yeah. If you remember that one. I, I only have a few references, so uh, I'm going to try to gonna try to bring them to mind in case we need more content. But Zane has curated a very, not comprehensive, but like ex exploratory list i would be the, surprised if anyone around our age hasn't heard at least one of these um we don't have them ordered in any particular way um so if you want to just pick one to start us off with um or i can pick one to start us off with because i think i think starting off with leak spin is a good is a good entry point yeah so this is one that kind of migrated from more niche places it and like you could go to leakspin.com to find a leak spin but it's on YouTube, and it's it's it it kind of is a like an evolutionary link between things. So let's just kind of look at this briefly. I, it plays rent free in my head constantly, so I don't really need to. God, that's catchy. Yeah, and I'm just I'm looking at all the things that YouTube is now going to be recommending me, like Numa Numa and Oh My God, and I'm like, yep, that's yes. that's what that's what the algorithm does now. But back then, you had to look for it. You didn't you didn't just get a list of them recommended to you. Like, hey, you like this? You're gonna like this other catchy bullshit. So the, so YouTube had no idea. That fans of Hey Ya and Leakspin were the same person. Yeah, we'll get there. So like, no so Leakspin, notion. Leakspin is just like a just a few frames of an episode of Bleach of somebody spinning a leak to this uh, Ukrainian folk song. That is as close that this era gets to the Badger Badger Mushroom of the previous generation. 
Yes, I, I was going to say, you, you had mentioned in the Flash episode that a lot of these are quick bursts of mimetic energy, I think mm-hmm. was the way that you put it. This is the most of that. This yeah. is, um, you know, the, the, again, with the badger mushroom or the, uh, the, the peanut butter jelly time, it's just a recycling of the same animation with, you know, a continued um, music behind it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a couple of theories for why this caught on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first of it is like it's 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 like a pleasant enough tune, and it's in another language. So just like the amalgamation of bullshit on the screen at once is, <laughs> is a is a nice is a nice admixture. It hits you fast, and it's pleasant. Like you stick around. Um, you don't need yeah, to it's, explain it's, why it's entertaining to anyone. It's kind of it's self-evident. It's not aggressive, <laughs> like peanut butter, jelly time, or crazy frog. Like it's just like if you it, look, it, it, it's it's like it's as though somebody watched all those flash animation and was like, "But what if I just want white noise? Mm-hmm. Like what if, what if I just want a background jam?" Yeah. So it, uh, it's an interesting evolutionary uh, offshoot of that. I also feel it required to point out that meat spin was a thing, and I thought that this was the like vegan alternative. I actually did. Yes, Be- beyond meat spin burger. <laughs> beyond meat spin burger. Beyond meat dog. Well, we don't need to look that's, that up on our work computers. I'm pretty sure that's just me, so let's just move on. All right. <laughs> um, I think it's worth looking at a different um, evolutionary offshoot. So can we check out Brody Quest real quick? <laughs> we can. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, so the reason that I bring up Brody Quest is because it's made by the same person who gave us so many of the Flash animation things, Neil Cicerino, right? This is Lemon Demon, yeah. the guy who did Ultimate this, Showdown. This is this is um this is Carton Cast Show Notes Hall of Famer right yes. here. Incredible talent, internet person. Yes. It's this is um demonstrating how the medium changed over like five years within a single creator where the audience changed and the technology changed so in his early days he was making all kind of like bullshit on the wall on the screen flashing lights you know colin mockery's head rotating around it was niche this is this is weird but it's not niche i'm not certain it's not niche like it is it it is it is very much in the same like it it is not hard to tie the Colin Mockery South Park head to the stock image of Adrian Brody kind of bopping side to side with this pleasant track behind him as he is walking past. I mean, remember in Yata how yeah. for the chorus it would just be a bunch of product placement with the words Yata branded uh-huh. in there. <laughs> you know, like Yata toothpaste yep. and, and, and whatnot. This is kind of the same thing. This is, he's just in front of different backgrounds. Nothing is really changing about the foreground or the medium in general. It's just a bunch of different slides. Yeah, you know, so that- you could easily see this as like, Somebody showing you like a vacation slideshow thing, and Adrian Brody just happens to be in every. And at shot. the end of the of the video, we do get a Brody wave where famous pictures are being Brodified. Um, do people know oh, really? who Adrian Brody is? 
Uh, I don't. However, um, I did watch the Darjeeling Limited. Oh, okay. Which is I, yeah, which I think is a Wes Anderson or something movie, and uh, it has Adrian Brody, and I remember him being a pretty good actor. I don't know much about him beyond that, and I didn't even know Brody Quest. Oh, really? Yeah, this this was one that was YouTube you're shared to me a, in those heydays. You're more of a Ciceriga head than I am. So this, I think, is, you know, you can tell that Ciceriga made it because it's it's high concept, it's a catchy hook, and it's to surreal visuals. Um, but, like, it's it's a bit more polished. It's a bit more, like, easily received, I think. Um and like I think that, something that's I critical that's... is you don't need to watch the whole video to get it. Here's something important as well. I th- I, I fully agree with that. By the way, here's something important. We were mentioning how leak spin is like that mimetic energy, but it's not irritating. Uh huh. This is like yata the 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 visual version of that, right? right. Like it's it's just pleasant. It's just a. <laughs> It's just a pleasant bop. It's got pleasant backgrounds. It's very un... It's it's not aggressive. It's not trying to grab your attention like the crunchy guitars from All Your Bass Are Belong to Us. Like, I think maybe... I think maybe at this point, people realized you didn't need to grab their attention that hard. You didn't need, you didn't need to put all of your octane on the first... 20 yeah, seconds. we 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 have we have identified the success of the punk movement and have commodified it. <laughs> yeah, more or less. Yeah, this is this is ta- they're taking on their they're taking their foot off the off the throttle. I'll be interested watching the other stuff if it follows suit. Yeah. I like the notion that this is they've they've realized that YouTube is a market for this weird bullshit. Yeah, but they didn't realize before this that like. Just because we're there for weird bullshit doesn't mean we don't want to get doesn't mean we want to get screamed at, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you watch a you you're on YouTube. Like you you can your mom's finesse watching us a little, this too, can, right? Your mom's on just YouTube. Ro- ro- just romance us a little bit. We're we're already <laughs> here for the nonsense. I guess maybe it's the difference between like, yeah, yeah, co- co-opting the punk punk and commodifying it. Like the music <laughs> is the same. It's the attitude that's very very different. Yeah, this could be a Pepsi jingle if you let it. Oh yeah, just definitely. put a can in his hand, and it's 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 an ad. Um, yeah, it's it's not all that dissimilar to the um, what what's the uh, apply directly to your forehead? I always forget head on. this. Head on, apply directly to your forehead. The deodorant for your face. It's 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 not that dissimilar from that. Uh, your pick. Do you remember the um? I I wish I remembered. Long live space race. Long live Mulvania. Yep, that's what I'm looking for. Electric supersonic. Electronic supersonic. 15 years ago. All right. I'm going to share this with you. I don't know if you saw this. I'm Googling it. Yeah, I didn't see this, um, but it's similar to other stuff of the time. Something like, um, you know, something by Electric Six or... um, the guy who does like da 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 or like Chakaron, like the same energy. Oh, I forgot Chakaron. Yeah, so like like weirder music videos would be on YouTube during this period. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be the big stuff. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Although I will say that um, electronic supersonic is very clearly like like 
parody of foreign cultures trying to co-opt 80s uh, like metal or or, or yeah. like 80s dance metal it, it's a very specific parody it's it's which worth I noting that this was the uh this era was the high point for internet of hey we found this thing from another culture or another language and stripped of all of its context doesn't it look funny um, oh i mean neil cicerigo with yata was right there at the beginning yeah absolutely um but this was a lot of like hey we posted a menu from a chinese restaurant uh, just have a chuckle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you want to pick another video? Yeah. Let me go through your list because, again, your list is uh, great. Uh, I guess since we are talking so much about the this is a more pleasant version of Flash animation, yeah. we should do something more acerbic and yeah. more kind of back to the times of... I think I know what you're looking at. We should... We should watch Power Thirst. <laughs> hey, do you want to feel so energetic? Try Power Thirst. Energy drinks for people who need gratuitous amounts of energy. Yeah, so this is... Every single sentence in this is quotable and has been quoted to and from me by various friends. Like, Yep. It's uh, it, it was a huge source of memes. People loved Power Thirst. It's this um, in-your-face choppy PowerPoint presentation with a guy just, yeah. like, aggressively not screaming because he's in the same room with a mic, but, like, doing his best impersonation of screaming, trying to sell you this fake energy drink. Fake energy drink. So, again, we're back in the parody space. Like, because mm -hmm. just like Electronic Supersonic or some other stuff, like, we're parodying foreign cultures that the 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 translation is off now we're parodying like aggressive uh marketing like aggressive annoying marketing that is talking down to you yeah it, it's, and it's I, reference I think it, plus twist right like it's reference it's plus but twist. more but like yeah so and it's and it's right on that nice line of you don't need to hate the thing that it's parodying to to enjoy yourself mm -hmm. like you just need to be aware that energy drink commercials are fairly ridiculous. Yeah, and like having this guy, Once you're something, there. About his, something about his voice is very uh, compelling when he's like, do you want to be uncomfortably energetic? Yeah, <laughs> when when they do the quotable quote thing, uh, there is like a, uh, they he, he does some sort of like, um, I don't know, uh, like chorus with himself. Yeah, uh, yeah, the backing. And, yeah, the backing and and that it it does feel very amateurish. I will say, like the the powerpointedness of it, the fact that it's one guy talking and like the audio is not particularly good. Yeah, um, I I think that is part of the appeal, and it might be part of the intent too. It like it should be kind of amateurish. You remember in Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny, I don't want the drawings to look good. Right. They're supposed they they need to look bad to sell what this medium is trying to do and that that's important for this era of low authorship like you're not looking at specific creators you're looking at specific um videos when you see a power thirst and it's you're getting the joke and it's going viral there are a ton of other videos of this era of this quality or lack of quality that didn't catch on for whatever reason, it might just be, you know, this or that, like things just snowball over time. 
um, and you weren't associated, you, like you weren't interested in particular creators. So like th this mad ball energy could easily have been something else. The fact that it was this um, doesn't really say anything about the quality. It says more about the audience and what the, the platform was doing. I agree. And let, let me add on to that because we are now in the era of uh, frequent sequels in our YouTubery. Yes. Which so you're going to get a power thirst mostly, too. It's mostly unfortunate because the audience, you, you've already told them the joke. You, you can't retell them the joke. You know, like yeah. this is it. It's it's even worse than the stick figure combat because at least because what the stick figure combat was doing was it was trying to show you, hey, this is what I can do with with just stick figures. Let's just let's just have some. And, fun hey, with I've improved. There's basic new scenarios. Animation. I've John Wick right. this. Yes. So <laughs> even though I disliked the follow up because I thought that it was kind of missing the the, the tone of the first one, there's more to say. Yes. Power Thirst 2 does not add... There's nothing more. There's nowhere else to go. Yes. And by the end but, of the ad of Power Thirst, you've already explained the joke. You can't tell it again. But if you're the creator of Power Thirst, and this is the video that you have, maybe you have an account with, you know, five videos, and this is the one that made it big, what else can you do? You have to assume, yeah, unless you're <laughs> a legendary frog or a Neil Cicerigo, where you're like, you just have a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is going to be... It's, this this is the the birth of the algorithm. You you get taught by your audience what works, so you give them more of what they want. But they don't actually want more than this in this era. It's, it's not it's, quite it's not quite solidified yet. It's fascinating to see it hit this early in YouTube because I see new creators doing this now, where something will get recommended to me, and I check it out, and it's like, yeah, okay, cool. And then like clearly other people, same thing, and it blew up much better for like a first video for a channel than something normally would and then i get recommended their second video and it's like the same thing like yes the lessons were there early uh and i think every like one hit wonder or like fad culture like person who rose to the top briefly needs to learn this i think that we are actually doing what is broadly successful in this era which is to have a wide swath like yep. what what we're doing right now, we're curating a list of very different takes on this idea, is 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 kind of what is is almost I, w I hesitate to use the word intention here, but like <laughs> that I think that's what's successful with the audience. The audience doesn't want to watch Badger Mushroom twenty times; they want to watch twenty different interpretations of what somebody wants to put online. Right, exactly. Um, um with... and I I want to I want to mention one other thing just because sure. we're in the fake advertisement space do you happen to recall get goats get goats yeah i do i do remember it, get goats yeah it was like this Were fake it's like this 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 it's it's live action like this fake like ninja training camp for basic movesets in video games like climbing ladders and ducking yes and they had like a uh, uh, fake like action figures with special code names god that that opened up a memory hole <laughs> yeah you're welcome um, yeah, what's up next? I want to talk about this idea of things failing to sequelize properly. Sure. Uh, and I think... There's a lot of contenders. There, there are a few different examples, but I want you to compare and contrast Charlie the Unicorn versus Llama with Hats. Llamas okay. and Hats. So okay. let's, let's start with Charlie the Unicorn. 
Sure. Hey, Charlie, wake up! Yeah, Charlie, you silly sleepyhead, wake up! Uh, oh, God, you guys. This had better be pretty freaking important. Yeah, uh, grading. So this is... Yeah, um, I mean, like, it's it's intentionally so, right? Yes, yes. It's it's uh, it's telling the South Park joke of that one episode where they go to another universe and the cute animals kill them. Um, I'm, 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 uh, also the awesomes. Uh, I'm reminded of the, um, the, uh, the canceled, but Dave Chappelle line of, uh, of Sesame Street, how everyone is talking down to Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> You're such a grouch. Bitch, I live in a fucking trash can. It's <laughs> a good joke. <laughs> Uh, that that's kind of what Charlie the Unicorn is. It's it's give us a cartoony world where everyone is way too excited to be there, and one guy who's like this sucks. Yeah, and like the the you know the mimetic way that the happy unicorns talk versus the gruff way that Charlie does. The twist at the end where they steal his kidney. They're like doing yeah. a let's go to Gumdrop Mountain thing, mm-hmm. and he's like no, he's naysaying every step of the way. It's a fine joke. Yes, it's a bit long for me. It wears it out is. its welcome in the course of the video. And then they went and they made a Charlie the Unicorn 2. From what it like, looks like, almost twice as long. Yeah, and it's it's uh, my understanding is it's broadly the same thing. Um, and I don't think you gain anything. I don't really want to even click on it. I didn't no, click on it, and I, I don't want to. No, I'm, but I want to compare it to Llamas in Hats, because that's something where they made sequels and they work. I didn't actually watch any of the follow-ups to the uh, Carl Hands thing. It's it's the same thing. Here, go ahead and click on Llamas with Hats too. Sure. Carl, there is a dead human in our house. Oh, hey, how did he get here? Carl. <laughs> okay, okay, I've got it enough. So this is two llamas. They're wearing hats. Neither of those things are important. the The important thing is one llama is incensed that the other llama has committed a variety of horrific crimes. And saying, like, Carl, <laughs> why did you do that? And Carl is just zinging out these one-liners that are hilarious. Yeah, that's really that's really Probably a good be. way to put it. And, like, that sequelizing, that becomes a series. This, this was also the era, like, there was a lot of one-hit wonders. A lot of series started and progressed in this era because the idea was strong, but the execution was stronger. Yeah, like just I, the, I don't the, the lyricism know. of the words that he was saying allowed this to climb, and I like I I put down a few of these. These these were just quality for me. The um the 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 unicorns and Charlie the unicorn like they are archetypical after a fashion. Like the the two cutesy characters and the one gruff one, but um the llamas with hats. The voices are different enough from archetypes mm. to where like they feel more realized yeah like they're, they're more fleshed out the the two like charlie the unicorn might have some some sort of fleshing out, not really fleshing out of his character because that's that's a weird thing, way to put to it but like he might feel definitive the two surrounding unicorns un- unclear why there needs to be two of them other than like just yeah you know peer pressure but like also they just they don't they don't really jump off the page at you. Like you're kind of just waiting for Charlie to get fed up with it and and, yeah. and the execution is lacking cuz he kind of he never really puts his foot down. Like he there doesn't isn't have anywhere really to go. A, there's, there's nowhere to go. Yeah. 
the 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 entire so i do want to like mention like there is more quote-unquote animation in charlie the unicorn sure um llamas with hats is is just static background pleasant like fun dialogue happening with very easy animation foreground it's really not all that dissimilar to brody quest insert dialogue for fun music yeah the, the the quality comes from the writing, and that just has a lot more staying power, I think, right? Like, it's not just... Well, we're not just getting it hit was with so the much joke more, and the novelty. It was also so much more the focus. Yeah. Um, to talk about uh, Charlie the Unicorn, one of the, one of the pluses is we have unicorns, and we very quickly see, like, this ancient monstrosity beached whale thing. <laughs> right. And that, that, that's not in dialogue. That's just, like... You're putting these these two worlds do not connect uh, <laughs> together, which is which is you know it's funny on the page. It's like what what am I looking at? Right, yeah. You know, it kind of you know Snake and Kirby. You know, like what but, am I looking at here? And the concept is funny. Like, oh, this magical Wonderland. There's just like this beached, you know, uh, dinosaur or whatever. Yeah, please, yeah. That can't fill the time. No, like. You can feel fill an amount of time by doing iterations on that formula of like we should be in candy colored land and these two are introdu- introducing us to increasingly off kilter yeah. and kind of sinister designs, which is why the first one works as well as it does. Yeah, but there there is an upper limit that you hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas with the llamas with hats, like the constant, it's just. It's just it's just stand it's back up. and forth. It's banter, yeah. It's stand up. It's it's uh you know the two person stand up, uh, and the fact that I can this watch... one llama is concerned about murder, but not quite as much as he should be. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's an interesting read of like weak defenses for his activity, weak dodges, and then eventually kind of copping to it, but not understanding why it's a big deal. <laughs> right. Uh, it's it's a. I mean, it's it's the reason that you can listen to multiple stand-up sessions of the same comedian. Like, yeah. I will listen to two different Mike Birbiglia sketches. They're it's still Mike Birbiglia, it's right? Still the same guy telling the jokes. The jokes are different, and I wanted to hear more of it. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, and and this this uh, llamas with hats for me was the big standout of this uh, of this project where. Uh, I had not seen it before, and it, I expected oh. the quality to be commensurate with Charlie the Unicorn. And I was kind of blown away. I was I went the other way with it. Like I had was I recognized that Charlie the Unicorn was a thing, but I think I was aged enough in my YouTube exposure that it didn't immediately grab me, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to listen to it anymore. Um, yeah. Uh, what would you like to go to? Let's see. Ah, uh, let's let's get some musical stuff in there, shall yeah. we? Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna stick with the theme of like, hey, we have a strong first effort, and then you needlessly sequelized it. How about the duck song? Sure. Bum, 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 ba-dum, ba-dum. A duck walked up to a lemonade stand, and he said to the man running the stand, "Hey, bum, bum, bum." I, I didn't. I was not aware that this was a particularly mimetic addition to the roster. Interesting. Was this a big thing? This, I mean, th- on the list that I have collected, this has by far the most views, and it's because no it way. works as a children's song. 
That probably helps, yeah. Like, I hear parodies of this on various internet things, right? It's like, you know how, like, you a lot of YouTubers today will, like, say a meme, like, like in the context of what they're talking about? Or, like, they'll shift the sure. meme slightly. They'll do the Doofenshmirtz, like, if this highly specific thing, if I had a quarter for every time this highly specific thing happened to me, I'd have two, which is not a lot, but it's more than you'd expect. Yeah. Like, they'll do that, and they'll, they'll you know, revamp it. People parody this Duck song regularly. Um Huh. And it's just a quality That's, song. That is so misguided. Like I, just just listening to it, which I did earlier. Um, mm-hmm. I I did find that like, yeah, it's just a quality song. I think it's a bad video. Yeah, it's not for the video. Then it's, why it's... then why are we doing it as a video? This is an interesting. This is an interesting experiment with the medium of YouTube. If if, where, if like, you were going to talk about late 20 teens youtube culture if you didn't include baby shark what are you doing yeah that i mean that's not a but bad nobody that's not a bad cares point. about the video for baby shark it's all about the song um but it needs a video because that's a medium in which you are going to be listening to it a lot no the idea of uploading a podcast episode to youtube with a still frame was so foreign at the time. Nobody did that. And so now even if it was like this low budget it. MS Paint or you know early Flash Duck song, uh, all it needed to do was service the music, and it did. It did. I just. It seems like it, sque- it seems like a square peg in a round hole. Sure. It, it's like there's um. I mean, obviously they're different mediums: music versus music and animation, but like. It, it seems like an experimentation with what YouTube can be by the creators that are working on it. Because, like, going back toward the Flash animation days, you could not do just the music without right. having classic Flash animation bullshit on the screen. Yeah, absolutely. You needed both. Yata does not work one without the other. <laughs> you need both. Right. So the idea that we are now being like, well, what if we kind of only had one mm-hmm. and yeah i mean it, the the success of the video speaks for itself i suppose but it is uh I it th- is certainly a better song than anything else yeah i mean the visuals i think are, are they're they're just they're just there because you need like a basic thing and like it'll entertain a yeah. kid um they, they're but, like they, they support the song but like the fact that the to to me, the song is is quite good. It's telling the classic, you know, the duck asks for grapes joke. Uh, in yeah. in the version I'm familiar with, it's not I'm gonna like glue you to the floor or something or or glue your mouth shut. It's it's I'm gonna nail your feet to the floor. Um, that's where I'm this, familiar this is, with it. I'm very happy that this had a glue thing instead. <laughs> yeah, that is much more pleasant and cute. I also want to just point out the lyricality of. And then he waddled away. Like it, it, that's waddle, the waddle. that's that's such a that's such a good waddle is such a beautiful word for that yes. exact point in the song. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like uh, I I will say like and then waddle away waddle waddle. Like I'll just do that while I'm <laughs> while I'm moving. <laughs> um, yeah. Sometimes. Like I I I think like if this had been released as a song on an album for kids at the time, I don't think it would have blown up as much as it did. Just because YouTube uh, was the way you shared media during this time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 I do agree. Uh, I guess let's do what is arguably the most memorable of the list. We should do Hey Ya. And so I crashed on the path when I'm lying in bed Just to get it all up what's in my head And I feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it A little bit too Perfect. No notes. Um, so this is a uh, cover of the Four Non Blondes song What's Up for some reason. Uh, I believe we talked about Not this. what's going on. No, I believe we talked about this during the He-Man episode. Um we had to. How could we not? It's incredible. So this is just various uh, uh, animations and frames from He-Man show uh, to this upbeat song. This Again, the song is really good. The animation is serviceable for communicating the joke. I'm going to go ahead and uh, dock you points for that answer. Okay. I don't think... I, I think that this is animation forward. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, what if parts? only because let let me let me let, let me explain for the listeners out there who aren't as familiar with He-Man as I am. He is arguably created for this purpose. <laughs> now, what do I mean by that? Yeah, let's let's hear you defend this. The song What's Up is like this 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 exaltation of like uh like got like, me down but but like with like a like a like a like a feminine can do spirit to it sure well i guess let's just drop the pretense this song's real gay it, well, it's got I mean, big gay energy the rainbow flashing uh you it, know it's in that era it's in that era where you got beast man heavy metal means that you could be a guy who was metal meant that you could be a glam rocker and get all the tail in the world and by current today standards look incredibly flamboyant doing it and and they they do lean in and this is where the visuals help it <laughs> this is prince adam who is he-man's alter ego yes he had an alter ego <laughs> you don't remember it and you don't want to you can't just walk uh, around all day as a he-man you'll get arrested you can't walk around like this in any like within 500 yards of a, of a playground my, my dude <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it's an inc- He Man as Prince Adam looks fabulous, just just uh-huh. one million percent fabulous. And he, he, whoever pieced together all the animation of the song "What's Up" to He Man, and there's there's plenty of material to draw from him guys. on the dance floor, and the frames that they use make it look like he's cranking that Soldier Boy. <laughs> yeah, he yeah he's twerking pretty hard here, uh- and that's. And that pl- plenty of like flashing lights and confetti and glitter. It's, it's one of the best. Like this is what I want YouTube to be at its core. Yeah, sometimes yeah. the not is, quite is, YouTube poop, but it's like not for normies. It's 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 the peanut butter and chocolate approach to medium, which is it it's it's sort of like um, you know how like uh like like. Pink Floyd and Wizard of Oz, like they just sure. happen to coincide in this weird way. This this feels like the final evolution of both <laughs> Four Non Blondes and He Man to me. Like this is this is where they all were always meant to go. They're this weird was, soulmates across different non overlapping magisterium. Um, 
I, a couple of that really... is that is my read. Yeah, that's. A I fine think that read. this song's impeccable. I just think it's a good song. Um, <laughs> I do like. There are a couple of really specific things. Um, in the middle, he's like, AIM chat messaging, which was like really uh-huh. of the time. Um, but like specifically, he's you know messaging this guy Duncan, and it's you know you can read what he's saying. He says Adam says, "Hey stud, lol, JK," like in the thirstiest way possible. Yeah, and it's real they've good. They added in the 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 AIM like Bing Bing sound. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, like, it's, it takes it's, me right it's back very. There. And like, uh, I'll 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 let up on how well Prince Adam suits this mood in a second. Try to watch an episode of He-Man, and then try to watch this, and tell me where Prince Adam fits. Just the part where because it's not says, nah. in He-Man. <laughs> it's not in He-Man, right? Um, and yeah, I do of course have to mention that this uh, song holds the record for the longest I have listened to a song continuously on repeat of about three All hours. Right. Three hours is pretty good. <laughs> is there bad. a reason that it was three hours? I was studying for a 9 a.m. final, and I started studying at 9 p.m. Oh, I did You're the Best Around. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, that has ebbs and flows. This one's just, like, just like pulsing nonstop. Con- consistently, consistently jive. It, it synchronizes with your... Cycle. It synchronizes with your over-caffeinated heart rate yeah. really well. Uh, speaking of the Krebs cycle, how about we check out a big bag of crabs here? Sure. Okay. So I think that this is one that I shared with you. This was an early one. We might have seen this on Flash Player. I feel like it kind of hit it bigger on, on YouTube. Um, yeah, I, I still sing the, like, vamping chorus as, like, uh, <laughs> you know, just, like, I need, I need sound. That's walking around music. Yeah, this is walking around It's catchy. And it's, and it goes back to that thing we were talking about earlier, because it, this really feels like a flash, both in animation, just because it's, you know, it's, it, it's, it's fairly simplistic as these things go. We're not really, we're not really putting it doesn't look kind of um charlie the unicorn feels what's the word for robots that look not quite human but the uncanny valley uncanny it it it's it's a little uncanny valley because like most of them look like cully candy colored unicorn but because they need the eyes to look gruff like there's like this big blocky uh lineage on it and it, it looks a little bit out of place this looks entirely composed in one medium and i think that helps it meld a bit better also another song that couldn't exist without the animation or the other way around like mm-hmm. they, they both need to be there right because you'd have so many questions if you just heard this come on the radio it's like a dr demento yeah. kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't do that um and it's kind of prescient of the looping video of like a vine or a tiktok where yeah the song just wraps around back to the beginning in a very um cohesive way like the quality like the attention to detail is there even if it is simplistic um and again very mimetic very easy to understand sticks in your head with a good hook it's also um it's it's also something that i i think is maybe understated in this in this era which is the positivity of the 
of the players mm-hmm. involved. Do you remember in um, when we were talking about uh, Salad Fingers? One of yeah. the things that was was fascinating to us was that it was so negative, or that it was so like creepy, weird, and like you didn't really feel good watching it. And yeah. part of that is medium, but part of that is also content. There's someone in there who, like, you genuinely do not want to be around. This dude is happy as hell to have a mouthful of crabs. <laughs> like, the the little carrot, like, kawaii desu eyes that he has, and, like, the way he, like, exults, oh, yes. Like, he's way into this. And part of it is the same thing in, like, peanut butter jelly. Like, that dude wants me to have fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm here I'm for it. it. Like, it's con- it's it's infectious. Yeah. The way he's bouncing around, leaving, leaving blood stains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we we have been talking about musicy things for a bit. Yep. Let, let let's maybe go toward the more inventive animation technique side of things. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to do the uh, cows 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 video. So this this is deeply important. I don't know if you've seen other things by Syriac, but they're all like this. It gets me within two seconds, man. Like, I... The way they're bopping their heads. I love the comment that's like, hey, I had a baby sister who was two, and I showed her this, and my mom said, no, it's going to mess her up. It's scary. And she would just laugh and laugh, and this is what she thinks of whenever she sees cows. (laughs) It's like... Man, we were not responsible with the internet. <laughs> no, well, I mean, yeah. so, so what this is yeah, or... is this is this is I think emblematic of like the technology improved a lot between the early and late two thousands for video. And editing. this is someone who's using it for good, using it for amazing. Because this is just you ever want you ever look at those uh, uh, huge paintings by Hieronymus Bosch of hell and. Like the weird oh, yeah. tubes that people are made of. And you're like, what if this was moving around and looped? Yeah, if we could watch it happening in real time. God, he came up. Uh, hang on. Are you seeing Yeah, go this? ahead. Well, I guess we should say. So what this is, is is an animation of large amounts of animals or, or emphasis on a one, one type of animal. In this case, cows. There's also one for sheep, etc. And they just move. Like, they look photorealistic at first. And then they move in uncanny ways, that uncanny valley you mentioned, and it just escalates. And by the it, time it you're done, you have like you have like a cow, cows being made out of branches or like jumping around. In the sheep one, you get like a sheep's head length, like the neck lengthens, and it f- falls off, and it becomes a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 difficult to describe, and it it sounds horrifying, but the music really tells you. Not to worry. Yeah, this, like, not quite pleasant techno trance. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really impressive, like, on, on, a, on a visual level. And I'm, like, very happy that it has music that is enough in the background that I can focus on what's impressive about the video. Ben, it does look like this person is still occasionally making videos. There's one from three months ago about a goose named Honk. Can you... Can you bug into this real quick? Oh boy. We're like the neck. I'll be honest, will, I don't care for it. The neck will lengthen and extend an Ouroboros around the body of a goose. 
I mean, I'm kind of just in here for for the cows and the sheep, to be honest. At 50 seconds in, it forms a goose mech. And he I mean, that's, is that's, strutting. That that is that is fine. I think we're running into that problem uh, that I that that we encountered with the other with the the sequel thing, where mm-hmm. like one is great, two is fine as long as it's like more of what I want to see. Uh, three is kind of too many. Like I I think that I got everything I was I that I needed to get out of the cows one, and then like for a pleasant like bit of variety, I'll throw the sheep one on. But after yeah. that, I think I'm kind of done. I guess th- this is more of a, a taste thing because, like, I'm just impressed by the, the the craft of it and the animation. Like to me, these things moving and finding the patterns and seeing how they evolve, um, it's it's kind of like looking into a kaleidoscope for me. Like, yeah, hand me a different kaleidoscope. This one's just as good. Well, well that to to the kaleidoscope point, um, the the honk video is kind of one goose, whereas it's not enough geese. And I think this. I think this is important to it, weirdly enough. The cows one, it kind of has that kaleidoscopic effect of, like, you're kind of seeing the same image interpolated in a bunch of different ways. They, like, tessellate yeah. and, and get and create fractals. It's it's insane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's really impressive. It's very impressive. I also want to say the framing of device is, is not the framing device, but the, the, the book ending of this is of very important to me. Yeah. And... Let me, let me just bug out on this for a sec. Um, start off with cows. The techno track starts playing. They start doing kind of a head bump thing, and then they eventually, like, then their knees bend in a way that cows' knees don't bend, and then it, like, accelerates it and goes crazy. Slowly. By the end of it, it it goes back toward cows just being cows. Mm-hmm. And one one there's two beautiful things. I've, I've been on a that complete this... journey in this. <laughs> There's two beautiful things that this accomplishes. First, you get the feeling that this is what cows do when we're not around. Because <laughs> they yeah, all they, have that like, they, they vacant, soulless stare. And shrink into nothingness. Yeah, and like when we look back, they're just like, no, everyone be chill. Just cows <laughs> be cool, here, guys. sir. Um, but the other thing that it does is that you've looked at cows more metamorphizing so for so long that you don't believe the cows that you're seeing are cows anymore yeah and like each new which is round a, of a beautiful meta manipulation of the audience like we're uh-huh. gonna show you cows so much that the the concept of cow will lose meaning uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and like you just keep like if you if they showed you the weirdest version of the sheep at the beginning, it would have been too much, but the gradual descent into like, okay, I've acclimated to the sheep has lengthened into insectoid segments, and D- now dude, when it those when those spider cows itself. land, I'm I'm beside myself <laughs> with joy. It's all great. Uh, like there's there's part of my brain. Uh, most of me is going like, this is insane. But part of me, and I don't know how big of a part of me is like, oh yes, of course. Yeah, of course, is... spider cows. You, <laughs> of course, always... this is what happened. It just keeps impressing me every time. <laughs> um, I think we should uh, look at some less quality uh, things that were nonetheless very highly memed at the time. Sure. Why don't we dig into a uh, fifty-five? Fifty-five. If I'm not mistaken, and I could be mistaken, it sounds like it's... the two ice creams guy. 
It's gonna be the Mario Bros. It's gotta be the Mario <laughs> Twins. It sounds it? so much like him. Twenty one. Twenty this one's a weird one. Um, animation's not good. Stick figures, MS Paint kind of deal. Um, takes forever to get started. Not that entertaining. But, like, man, I couldn't go anywhere in high school without somebody saying 55. Just kept happening. <laughs> I am so happy that I missed this one. Yeah. And that I got the Mario Twins one. Because mm-hmm. that is much... It's it's much simpler and much really less aggressive. This kind of goes the other way. Where it's like, we're going to say nonsense. But it's not one type of nonsense. It's several types of nonsense. Uh, there's nowhere to ground me. It, it's Okay, so what it is is a poorly drawn something or other talking to a what i believe is a young ashley olsen still figure. oh yeah look at that might be mary kate i'm not sure i'm not a, what? i'm not an expert uh do, do yeah. your own research i'm not an olsenologist but uh what it does is he starts to like tell this kid how to talk to 55 and, like, here's the problem with this. At 15 seconds, it's given me the joke. Yes. There's, there's, there's no more joke saying words wrong. Yep. And, and I have appreciation for words being said wrong. Yes. But it, this feels a little too proud of itself. Am I, am I crazy in thinking that? No, I think you're absolutely right. It's just like, okay, I know people are going to love the way this sounds. It's going to meme... I don't need to construct this effectively. Um, yeah. The Mario Twins one was very different because they had the shiggity shiggity schwa and that, that was perfectly mimetic and you uh-huh. could remember it. But it also, it didn't say the words wrong. It just said weird words. Right. Like the, 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 the joke was very different, I guess is my point. And it mm-hmm. also got out of its way quickly enough. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is this is an example of just like there was a ton of bullshit out there, and some of it got picked up and got memified. This one's a very easy to, you know, you 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 need that that initial flash, and then you need propagation. This did not really like. This does not seem very flashy, um, but I can see it easily propagating because it's it's so easily communicated. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I will say one thing that this has going for it. I I think it has the appropriate level of visual artistry. I think that stick figure with crappy designs is is correct for this. Sure. Yes. Um, it 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 kind of reminds me of. Well, I mean, it's just like the 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 facial. There there's there's weird beauty in shitty stick figures. I'm I'm kind of reminded of uh, the Woodman Collective. Is that part of this? Oh, the, that's um, no, that was way after this. Um, you're okay. thinking of uh, you're like a, a collab. Yeah, I'm thinking of a collab. But the 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 thing that sparked everyone uh, the, the it, it's not irrelevant because the music is great because it's just a bunch of people interpreting Woodman music. 
sure, the theme to Woodman, but with the same shitty Woodman drawing that is just, it's definitely Woodman, <laughs> but it but just also barely. definitely, but it also definitely sucks. <laughs> like, it's, it's very funny to like look at. Like the S is for sucks dragon kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, like, there's, there's weird artistry in making something that looks that bad. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't do it by accident. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and in keeping in uh, pursuit of that explicitness of shittiness design let's look at batman piderman i think this one works Let, let's check it out i'm batman i'm piderman i'll come over the house we're, we're best, best friends, friends. <laughs> yeah i've got everything i'm gonna get out of this so again they're saying things wrong they're doing it better um so this is this is a um kind of weirdly animated it looks like like marker drawing on paper but it's it's kind of squiggle visiony squiggle vision yeah um and it's of a slightly chunky batman and spider-man um slightly is generous yeah it's it's like doughy little amiibo versions of batman and batman and and spider-man excuse me um who are doing like a weird high school au thing but instead of high school they're just like dudes in nondescript location right and their friends it's it's the content is absurd and nonsense it is somebody wanted to draw a shitty spider-man and batman doing shitty things right and so like in this one that we're looking at um he's practice counting and he's just counting to three and he like can't find batman and so he goes to Batman, and he's like, Batman, your house is number three. Where was it? It wasn't in my room. Like, conceptually, you can't explain that joke. It has to be in a video. Yeah. Um, but, like, him looking around a completely barren room, because you would have to actually, like, draw stuff in for it not to be barren. And right. looking at a jar of peanut butter and a tuba and not finding a third thing is very funny to me. It, it is very funny. I, I also really enjoy... The verisimilitude of him saying peanut butter and that being what's written on the peanut butter jar. Yeah. And um, like the way that the colors slightly go outside the lines constantly. It's Ed and Eddie. Yeah. It's exactly what Ed and Eddie does. Like it gives it this 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 otherworldly ephemeral feel. I will say none of that really touches my heart. What does is the physical comedy of yes. the way whoever designed these characters decided they would move around like what is a way to describe this <laughs> what Remember yeah it's it's, it's like a it's like a quap cat dog situation <laughs> like i don't know which side is supposed to be the top um they're they're very amorphous piderman has the hilarious uh per, like tendency to move in directions, not by walking, but by web slinging and then dragging himself <laughs> across the floor. Yeah, uh, it's it's quality uh, stuff, and like not even him pulling, but just like he forms the connection to a wall and then it just slides over. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. It it is, and because it's doing the uh, squiggle vision and the colors are outside the line, all the bits of the medium are kind of working in concert. Yeah, where this intentional shittiness, like, it's so well um, purveyed, like, it's so obvious 
that it becomes funny because it's up. Like you are in on the joke by recognizing yes. that it's shitty. It is well communicating the intention of the artist in a way that 55 did not. I think Power Thirst did this as well, where it's like, okay, this is obviously over the top, like, reference plus parody. Like, you get the joke. Yeah, I, I would just say, I would argue that it had fewer pieces going toward the same goal. Yes. Like, Batman, Spider-Man, every piece of it is going toward this goal. And there's, like, four or five different pieces doing that. And that creates something that is more than the sum of its parts. And they made and a Power number Thirst, of these. And Power Thirst reason... can't be more than the sum of its parts because it's only one part. Yes, and it's so simple. They made a number of these. And it's not even that, like, future ones are bad. It's, like, the human mind cannot possibly <laughs> require more than two of these. I don't think it's all that dissimilar from what we've been saying so far, which mm. is just like we've kind of already been explained the joke. There's yep. different jokes you can do with this kind of absurdist intentional shittiness, but the upper limit does exist before you're right. just like, I, I'm out. Um, I only have one more that I absolutely want to hit. Sure. Which is Potter Puppet Pals. Sure. This was actually also Cicerica. <laughs> this is huge this was this was really big this was uh, this was gigantic and again it shows like it there's an amateurishness of it uh that is endearing rather than um detracting right like even though we know he's a professional and like the simplistic like stage production puppets version of it like it's intentional but also the fact that the bar was low at the time made this shine through i'll be honest i don't really remember i don't i i i'm looking at it now and i'm like it is enjoyable but it's actually not as much on the quality level as i'm used to with the neil Cesariga. Right, and I think because... he might be one of those creators that really benefits from having a background track during his stuff. Mm -hmm. Like dialogue is not where his creations live and breathe. It's 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 the admixture of pleasant music to nonsense on the screen. This like this... It, and this doesn't really do either. Of the he's he's stretching his wings. Maybe it's consistent because it's high concept, catchy jingle, weird visuals. The visuals mm -hmm. just are are limited by the fact that he chose puppets, which again we do count as animation. Yes, we do. <laughs> of course, we do. Um, and so, yeah, again, you can see why this became huge because you you and your buddies walking through the middle school can quote it forever, right? It's like yeah, a sing along. And, the, and there's not no extant comedy with it. It's not just like pleasant and weird, like the notion of puppet figures bothering a different puppet figure by just like bodily smacking them because that's all puppets can do <laughs> right. and like the the kind of like just there's a type of noise that accompanies just like generic bodily contact that isn't distinctly a punch or a kick like just the, these big meaty thumps that perfectly coincide with what you would expect hands smacking together with puppets over them right, like it, yeah. it sounds correct in yeah. a way that is very amusing and like everybody at the time this was the hugest years of the harry potter boom
it was just simple and easy to understand. And and like probably there was also some people watching it that were kind of I think that it probably caught on better with people who were kind of over Harry Potter than yeah because it's Harry kind Potter of fans. making fun of it. Like you know the it's, the, it's the, weird, the comedy like... is pretty. <laughs> It's pretty toothless, but yes, it is. It's this Eye of the Beholder thing where if you're a fan of Harry Potter, you watch this and like, oh yeah, like cool Harry Potter like uh, fan fiction. And if you hate Harry Potter, you're like, man, this is as dumb as Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, Either yeah, way, you, you get you're... those clicks. It's true. It's true. I will say it's probably on the lower end of my my Cicerega enjoyment. I'll get. I'll take a Brody it's... quest. Thank you very much. This was this was his most mainstream. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah, I think so the Brody I, quest and and Yata are for us. Yeah, um, there were a few more on the list that I do think were worth mentioning. Um, so history of the F word. Um, this one was like different. Like this, this I think is. I don't know if you had seen this at the time. Um, I I heard about it a while after and i didn't see the video and i gotta tell you looking at the video it's just as loathsome a concept in video as i thought of it when i heard somebody talking about it right yeah so this is i i I find this artistically bereft sure yeah this is a um like a like a like classic 1950s kind of like your body, yeah. And duck you. and co- duck and duck and cover PSA with we the grainy cover, filter. We never did duck and cover for the Flash one. Oh, I mean that's okay. I, <laughs> I think we talked about it. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so this is just like this is. I'm pretty sure, like, just soullessly quoting or paraphrasing the George Carlin bit, right? Like how he would say, like, talk about the use of swear words yeah, the, and how the, they're the, used the seven words weird. you can't say on tv yeah yeah the classic bit this is just like saying hey the word fuck can be used in a lot of different ways here it is isn't and the juxtaposition is supposed to be oh did you do a swear but also it's presented as if it's for like like a psa for for kids i i hate to sound like a broken record but like 10 seconds in i get it i get the joke you can stop now yeah exactly yeah and so this one it's much more of um you know this was the other side of how youtube worked at the time where it wasn't necessarily for everyone but for the you know edgy teens of the era this was very subversive like oh man this youtube site the one like we all watched this numa numa like the whole family watched this but this is just for us cool kids right i don't know i think i I guess um, so I think it's emblematic. I think this one was. I think this one was more mainstream than you're. I think this one was more mainstream than you're letting on. This is the. So uh, let me tie this back to Potter Puppet Pals because I think what we're talking about, I think what we're talking about is a broadness of the audience base that this can appeal to. Sure. I mean, it's it's discussed within the video itself that fuck is a very uh, versatile word that many different people use. Of all, of all kind and creed whereas um syriac cows cows or sheep video is not that it's hard because that's built that's made for us (laughs) it's made for that's but that's exactly my point zane we saw this with foamy yes it's for someone it's definitely for a lot of people it's resonant but but i think that what we're seeing here is that 
there is okay follow me on this thought process there is stuff that takes off and has huge broad wide appeal potter puppet pals now many people know about it but i think as time goes on and we like skip forward a couple of decades the number of people who still revere it will shrink faster than the people who still revere I don't know the, the 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 more niche stuff that that maybe couldn't be as readily peddled to friends in high school. Sure. Like Batman Piderman, I know it was popular with the people who seen it. I don't think that many people saw it. <laughs> and I'm gonna remember the notion of a chubby Spider-Man dragging himself across the house because that's how I would use my web sling. <laughs> like I, it's, it's there's staying power in the stuff that's more niche, that's more targeted, mm-hmm. and the stuff that we're talking about now, the Popper Pot Potter Puppet Pals and the history of the F word is not niche. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's talking about Harry Potter. Like how much more mainstream can you really get? Like granted it's Neil Cesariga and it's puppets, but you're still you still got yourself a Harry Potter at the end of the day. Sure. Hmm. So I, I, I think that despite the fact that these these properties are like broadly marketable um i i think that the 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 well of appreciation is more shallow i think it's a a great point um this is something that we still struggle with today in terms of uh how we use the internet which is we don't really have a great sense of how popular what we're watching is (laughs) that's true we're bad this video saw had 10 million views what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I guess it's it's not really our fault. We like no per no one person could discuss the popular things on YouTube. Like mm-hmm. at that point, you literally are the algorithm, and yeah. like that. Uh, that yeah, we we we, we we're but not like. But like, uh, like you're saying, like when I would, I asked a few people, like, hey, what were some big YouTube animated videos from this era, <clears throat> like. Brody Quest came up. The Duck Song came up. Yeah, you might have a you might have a self selection sample problem there. <laughs> I gotta say, a selection bias thing. But like the 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 stuff that has the broadest appeal, that's what people will re- remember. That and the um, stuff that's super targeted. I, yeah, I mean, like this is. I don't it's, have this, it's hard. A, I don't have as complete a, a concept of this one as I did for the early Flash stuff. I think um, early Flash stuff was, was so more much easily more encapsulated at this time. Well, early Flash stuff was more easily encapsulated because it was it. Here's the thing about the early Flash stuff. It felt like there was a definite like artistic vision behind anything. Like you might not like Badger Mushroom, but you know that the person who made it had like a definite idea uh-huh. of what they wanted to communicate. I don't get that feeling with a lot of this stuff. Yeah. History of the F word does not feel like a project that somebody really wanted to to sing. Yeah. Yeah. I it see felt like mean. something that just got thrown out there. And and that's something that I would never never level to a all your base are belong to us. Like or, that, you that know, is cows so... and cows and cows yes. and cows. That feels like somebody had a dream that they couldn't be released from they, until they made they, it <laughs> yeah they needed to this is this is kind of like uh, we're, we're kind of discussing the difference of like uh intention and um the uh the the incentives for art for artistry yeah like the, the, the two like the um 
what's the what's the one poem that was created by like this famous poet that is just singing the praises of like a queen and it's like there once was a queen from Nantucket that's probably not it my point is like there's different ways to promote art and like one way is to pay oh right for specific projects and at that point the person making the decisions is not the artist right yeah, yeah uh and and so I think that what I'm seeing here is like when there's something that is clearly like somebody wants clicks, like that's why everyone has such a strong revulsion to clickbait. Yeah, is because like you you feel cheated. You feel like they're not um, talking yeah. to you as a person. They're, they're, we're, they're we don't have like a you're you're commodifying my attention. Like that feels shitty. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's definitely part of it, and that's that's definitely something that's grown. Where like the biggest things on YouTube now are very uh, tested. I think like they've been market tested and and focused into this is designed to drive clicks. Um, yeah, and again, that's not the stuff that appeals to me. No, no, and I don't think it appeals to most people, but it does get the eyes of most work. people, and I that's think... difficult. I think for me, the biggest thing when looking at the variety of stuff um, on this list is the fact that at the time there was so much coming out, it was really hard to tell what was just viral because it happened to be viral versus what was viral because it was quality. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that there is um, probably an unfortunate amount of diamonds in the rough that simply did not succeed at being released before the algorithm took hold. Sure. Where, where like, how many Neil Cicerigas could we excavate by plumbing <laughs> the depths of YouTube? Like, like there, there's because after a certain point, you're only curated by very specific interest stuff mm-hmm. or the things that really crack broad uh, a broad base. Like, mm-hmm. you have to go looking. I guess is is where I come down on like the the true artistry of the YouTube animation period. You you have to go looking. It's yeah. not going to be handed to you anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I guess I want to... But I didn't oh. know about this, the cows and sheep, and now it's forever oh, in my brain. Oh, they No, didn't. no. That was that was a pleasant reminder for me. I remember um, in, in regards to, like, was it good or was it just for people of a certain age? I remember talking to a student back in the day, and they were talking about, like, you know, I was trying to take an interest, and they were talking about rappers they liked, and like, yeah... Uh, my, my two favorites right now are Lil B and Chief Keef. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll go, I'll go and listen to these guys. And Lil B, based God, he, he's got verses, like he's got a concept and he's communicating it well and the flow is working. And then I listen to Chief Keef and he's like, man, fuck this, fuck that. I'm like, there's nothing. He, I'm like, how does, uh, yeah. how does the same Dude. person find equal value on these extremely different crafts? <laughs> I'm going to help you out, Zane, because... There are people whom I respect who loved and may still love Rage Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. And it is just angry, hateful whining. That's all it is. Uh-huh. Fuck Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> and and granted, I'm a guy who doesn't really like music that well. But, like, I cannot imagine a person who I respect liking Rage Against the Machine and liking anything that I like. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like they would have missed the point almost. Um, but they exist, you know, yep. uh, our appreciation of media is, you, you have to, 
you you have to believe that the people are coming to you in good faith on it. Yeah. And granted, you you're getting you're getting your dictates from you know high schoolers. Like what I would argue are the least uh, reliable sources of personal information on the planet. <laughs> so I think that you know they they when you're at that age, you just <laughs> like something that tells you. That, that that's edgy they just people like edgy shit at that yeah. age and it doesn't need to be quality it just needs to be edgy um something distinctly non-edgy that i want to to hit on before we stop is mm-hmm. uh there were several songs uh by jonathan ah Coulton. yes jonathan Coulton, great comedy uh singer um for those who don't know please go ahead uh it's the song. It's the guy who wrote uh, "Still Alive," which is the song that plays at the end of Portal. Yes, and he wrote a bunch of other songs. And this one creator, Spiff World, went into World of Warcraft, which early YouTube years complete overlap with Prime World of Warcraft years. Yeah, yeah. This this probably took off. And he did, like, a machinima, right? He used the in-character models and animations to, like, show what the Jonathan Coulton song is about. And to this day, my favorite Coulton songs are because I liked the animation on these. Um, <clears throat> I especially like the uh, the Mr. Fancy Pants one. Chances are your pants are not as fancy as the pair of very fancy pants that Mr. Fancy Pants will wear. When everybody's marching in the Fancy Pants Parade, he's gonna pass the test. He's gonna be the best, the best in terms of pants. Mr. Fancy Pants is good. I will date myself here mm-hmm. uh, because I'm just so cute. No, uh, I will date myself by saying that I became aware of Jonathan Coulton during my brief Pandora phase oh yes uh so for those not in the know like spotify but bad so um in any case i happened upon jonathan to cool then i don't remember precisely when but the first song that i heard was uh merry christmas from chiron beta prime <laughs> where we're working in a mine yeah that one was really well done here as well for our robot or overlords did i say overlords i meant protectors <laughs> and like yeah it in World of Warcraft, you have, oh, sometimes things are Christmas bedecked. You can have uh, uh, mines that you're going into and huge orcs behind you doing emotes. You can show you looking sheepish, getting killed. Like, it, it, it it's a surprisingly cohesive concept. Um, yeah. And it really shows, like, hey, all of the different ways of doing animation be- beyond Flash Player. Because I think at this point, people had seen what Flash Player can do. Is it is it kind of like Diggy Diggy Hole? Yeah, I like a Diggy Hole. I like his music alone, and I think that that is poisoning me to the concept of co-opting it and putting it into World of Warcraft. I dig that someone did it. Like that's yeah, a very, it's, <laughs> it, it's a very like I'm gonna make the you know overture of 1812 in Minecraft. It, yeah. just, like I want to hear that shit. I want to. All those I dick hear firing s- robots from uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I want to, I want to, yeah, I want to hear all, I want to hear Celine Dion's I Will Always Love You in Mario Paint. Like, give me more. (laughs) Like, I want to hear that kind of thing happen. And and Jonathan Colton does seem like the person to do it of. Like, he's kind of a next-gen Weird Al in that way. Like, you'd think, you you assume the best of him, you know? 
Yeah, and like it, it, it's he's the artist where like yes, you can have a classic love song, but it's also about like being in the future as a mad scientist. So like you can do more with the visuals oh, yeah. than just a classic love song. <laughs> yeah, that's a the, the the classic monkey pony design. Um, I I want to mention that uh, what we were talking about of like feeling like they're speaking to me. It really is helped by... So, the guy who did Mr. Fancy Pants and the other Jonathan Colton songs in, in, in World of Warcraft, it does feel like I am hearing somebody who has as much uh, appreciation of Jonathan Colton as I do, mm-hmm. and that matters. Yeah. Like, and I'm see, not being seeing... fed something that's copy-pasted by just somebody trying to get clicks. I am watching somebody who loves this song so much that they're using whatever paintbrush they have available to pay homage to it. That That is so important. And it's not commercial. You don't make this expecting to get views because how could you? It, it can't. No. <laughs> it, it, there's no way to get money off Why of this. Why would you it's think impossible. this would work? <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, so I, I didn't... I wasn't aware that it was redone in my cinema for World of Warcraft, but... Rats off to whoever did that, and yeah. like our highest award. Seen. Rats off to you. Rats off to you. I feel seen. That's it. Like it's important yeah. <laughs> that you have that feeling toward your media. Like you yeah. don't want to feel like you're just being given uh, lowest common denominator stuff, which is which is not inherently a bad thing. But we like to feel like we're having a conversation with our medium. Yeah. So th- this this makes me feel that way. I also want to just put a little factoid in here for Jonathan Colton, which is that he did kind of the Nano Remo, uh, but for songs for songwriters, oh, yeah, yeah. which is doing a new song every week for, for an entire year, and that's yeah. how like I think that's how Mr. Fancy Pants and a couple other things came out, which is delightful. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then finally. I, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the plethora of two pop culture characters fighting each other style animations of, of this era. And this is also like just before Death Battle era. So there were a ton mm. of like Mario fighting Sonic kind of stuff. I remember movie. this, yes. Yeah. And, and rather than pick out one of those, I wanted to draw attention to Haloid. Um, because, one, because it's also in that machinima too because it's using characters that aren't as often used um, master chief versus samus and three because it's by monty Boom, who um went on to do a ton of stuff in in rooster teeth and red blue uh, i think red blue i'll check that um but also created the show ruby uh before his untimely passing oh interesting and kind of just showing like you know we talked about how a lot of stuff in this era was guy with a you know twenty dollar adobe uh software making some shit and putting it on the internet this is someone who has clearly like film school level knowledge of cinematography and pacing and showmanship and is just having master chief fight samus (laughs) but it's it's not with it's not like it's it's with the film level knowledge it's not with film techniques like right. it, it, it like the the animation it, it looks like it's, it's from in game yeah well it it looks 
distinctly like machinima bullshit. Like it doesn't look any better than that. But it, it and you can does see, look more like, cinematic. It's doing it the way Death Battle would go on to do it, where like we picked an animation style that kind of works for both, and now we're just like yeah, that's our starting point. Well, and, and because it's online and not in a theater, like you don't expect much. So whenever something cool happens, you're like, oh, good, good, good on you. Way yes. to go. Yeah, when Samus fires the grapple beam and swings around a girder to fire back, like, I wasn't expecting it. Good good stuff. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I, low bar cleared. I will confess I do not particularly like this, but that's, uh, nope. No, I'm I, not willing to put a creator on blast for my just not liking a thing. This is This totally has a market. I don't like it as much as I am impressed just the time it came out and what I saw happen later in like Ruby where I think the, the a lot of the fight scenes are just like genuinely impressively done um, and part of it is probably himself like had a ton of influence on other people in that space part of it is probably just because like I find Ruby really ugly and like the commonality between this and Ruby is is hard to overstate it's gonna be a bummer when for our last episode I make you watch all nine current <laughs> seasons of Ruby I highly recommend yeah. seasons two, three, four. No, no, no. I don't think you do, though. Maybe just those. Because cause I, <laughs> I will return fire with my most prized uh, break emergen- breaking case of glass emergency hentai, if, <laughs> if you do that to me. Oh, man. Every two years, you got to replenish the emergency hentai. <laughs> you know, you got to... You gotta, the phosphates go bad. The phosphates, <laughs> you know, you know there's, like there's, you gotta refresh. There, there's a phenomenon that I like to call seepage that happens into the ground. <laughs> it's like osmosis, but titties. Yeah, osmosis. Jones is there, but titties. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, no, it's okay. Uh, anyway, this is uh, this was a brief uh, recollection of some of those U- early YouTube fads. Yeah. I I had I confess to having less um, nostalgia and and fondness for this sure. era than the Flash animation era, but I think it's because it was more broadly marketed and didn't feel like as much. It wasn't a quality thing. I think it was just a, I didn't feel as seen. YouTube was never really for animation. Um, it's just, especially now, it's much more heavily leaning toward video like, essays, video essays, long form. Like, what's this celebrity doing, or what's this person who's a celebrity now doing? And <clears throat> it's, um, you know, I, I don't begrudge it. It's just not really built for that. That sort of um, fan interaction, watching a creator grow over time and develop their um, their craft in a niche like animation um i don't know it, it there was sort of a community spirit back in the day uh, of flash player and this explosion of content in the early youtube and then finally the crackdown and change of algorithm that just like basically killed it yeah it's it's unfortunate um i i like to think that this sort of thing comes like ebbs and flows it, it happens in cycles where, like, eventually a particular medium gets too big and then the upstart younger generation is like, I'm taking my clicks and doing my own thing and starts a TikTok instead. Or we get, uh, you know, we, we get a whole new medium to express things through. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that it, it kind of goes the same way as, like, 
you know, music happens in cycles. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, we're probably not going to get doo-wop anymore, but, like, you know, there's still jazz musicians out there, and there's new <laughs> ways that put it together. So, like, some forms of some forms of art do go extinct, but I have high hopes for animation. Like, it, the broad appeal of easy animation is is something that i i think we've got plenty of years left before we've kind of yeah. plumbed the depths mm-hmm. of it i i know that youtube has severely good animation by because i you know watch the super eye patch wolf here's what i like this year uh clip of course but it's not shown to me you know you have to find it I you gotta to, go I looking have, i don't know how to find things on the internet anymore Whereas, yeah, this has really been just an extended, hey, guess what? We're old now confession like, by the two of us. You know, hey, yeah, 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 was served to everyone. Yeah. Whether and, you and wanted there was, to see it or not. <laughs> there was, and, and damn it, if you weren't full, there's you can have seconds. Because there, <laughs> there's, there's not that many people here yet. We don't have to ration that out. So yeah, um... Yeah, I think it's a, it was an interesting look back. Ben, any um, surprisingly hated, surprisingly liked, what held up the best? I, I will confess that uh, I love the Hey Ya in a way that I don't feel like most people do, and it makes me feel entitled. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I feel very like a big man in my big chair looking down on the peasants, condescending to them who only enjoy it because they like the song. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, you don't have the experience with Prince Adam that I do. You probably don't even a vision. know he's getting, called Prince Adam. I'm getting a vision where <clears throat> you get a, a letter for a wedding invitation and it says, write down the name of a song that'll get you moving on the dance floor. And you write, you send them this link and then you're at a wedding and they play it and everyone's kind of jamming out. They're like, oh, I didn't know that this is a good cover. And I'm cranking and that soldier hear- boy. And then they hear I pull the off AIM my... ping in the middle, and you're like, was that the... <laughs> was... <laughs> Why I pull is off that my rip-away tuxedo pants and reveal my, like, my 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 lavender and chartreuse onesie. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is always going to be in my heart. I didn't realize that cows and sheep uh, is something that I needed. So, uh, the goose video... Um... Or so, so with the Syriac stuff, I was watching one uh, last night, and Chrissy walked in, and like I paused because she like she was telling me something like you know, it was time to go to bed or whatever, and she just looked at the screen, and I paused and I was like, "It's for research." <laughs> like, <laughs> don't come in. It's it's too hard to explain. <laughs> Please don't come in here. You don't want to see this. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, I, so those were those were pleasant upswings. I, I will confess that uh, Power Thirst... Uh, didn't age well. Didn't age well for me. The phosphates are gone, just like the hentai. Um, I also feel um, justified in my dislike of Charlie the Unicorn. But yeah, Llamas and Hats, perfectly pleasant. So, yeah. you know, I, I this, this was kind of a necessary re, reshuffling of my tier list of these old videos that I didn't realize I needed to do. Yeah. 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 How about you? Yeah, I think pretty similar. Llamas with hats, very fun. Um, Batman, Spider Man didn't hit as well as I remember it being. I remember it being just like nonstop laughs, and it's kind of kind of old hat pretty quickly. Same here. Yeah. Because um, a lot of this stuff was fresh at the time. Like you, you hadn't seen a bit. Ba- I mean, and granted, there's not many things that are doing that. So 
and in many ways, ways, you can come to it. In many ways, I got a big bag of crabs here has never left my head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that's that is the purest um, export from the Flash animation world to mm-hmm. this this beautiful, brave new YouTube space. It's in time, all things evolve into crab. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't understand the genesis or articulation of that meme. I've, I've seen it. It's it's uh, just referencing a, a biological feature where body types. You know, you look at a lobster and you're like, eh, that, that thing could be scrunched up a bit, and that happens. <laughs> <laughs> and it happens enough, I guess. All right. Uh, I also really like that in the. Uh, big bag of crabs video i cannot get out of my head because of the short green spiky hair that this is deku <laughs> oh yeah that's great <laughs> so that's that have fun with that Heck, that's that's his quirk he's got a big bag of crabs that can fit him in his mouth <laughs> he's gonna he put it in his mouth, mouth. <laughs> um anyway thanks for joining us for that we hope you enjoyed looking back at the uh era just past the flash animation um when we come back to look at a different era of animation who knows what it'll be next but uh if you enjoyed this please let us know at fancybat.com slash cartoncast you can leave a comment there you can go to apple podcasts and leave a rating or review it really helps us out and it validates our existence and more than anything else please tell your friends to watch cows 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 and remember um when you are stockpiling for an emergency situation, you're not hoarding two years worth of hente for yourself. You're doing it for the community to help those who did not have the forethought to, to, to stockpile that much hente. I, I was um I was at a underground arts show in Philly recently, and there was somebody who I actually do I have it here? I don't have it here. I have a um oh no, I do have it here. I've got a um, I got a business card for a artist who coins their their stuff under the name Waifu Garbage. Amazing. And Eternal. hentai community, communal hentai is also, like, there's <laughs> these two-word beautiful phrases that rival Cellar Door. Hot, hot and cold running hentai. <laughs> <laughs> hot and cold running is such a good prefix for anything. Right? It's the sweet and sour chicken of, of non-food. <laughs> Good night, folks. Extreme jumping. Oh, I believe it's goats o'clock. Extreme fuego. Immortal double jump. Flipping it up. Oh, man. I hate Mondays, too, guy. SPCA jump. Jumpzilla. When will you be goats? When?